As the 70s roll in, stability around the world has never been as shaky. Interplanetary alliances join together to seek ideological supremacy across both planets. Cultural shifts are uprooting norms that have been in place for centuries. Technological shifts have been changing how the world itself functions. As these shifts occur, life continues in the seed bearer region, where a seemingly random group of people have come together to try and make sense of the nonsensical. This is Hazeltown Story. All right, so hello and welcome to a rather off-the-cuff episode of Hazeltown Story. Um, this is actually going to be partially Hazeltown Story episode, in particular question episode, and another kind of just in general channel update because uh, very shortly uh, this will be kind of the main show and really the only show on Hazeltown Radio. So I feel like I will use this show as a kind of uh, update or place for, you know, just content in general. Uh, so let me get these updates real quick. It'll be, it'll be rather short. Uh, I'm recording this uh, actually about, oh, I'd say um, an hour ago. We just finished recording the last episode of Media Delta. Uh, so I can give you a date in which Media Delta will be ending. Um, it is right now, I'm recording this on the 16th of January. Uh, the first of the finale, or first part of the finale, which is the Battle Toads pilot, will air or go live uh, February th uh, 26th. And the finale, finale, which it will be the Bubsy pilot, uh, will air on uh, February 9th. Uh, so starting... February, I guess, 23rd, uh, we will start to have blank spots in the schedule because I have not quite thought of something to fill in and I don't want to rush anything. So we're going to keep the uh, the formula of doing, uh, kind of giving a break in between uh, episodes of uh, Hazeltown Story uh, just to uh, make it so I'm not rushing and... Uh, so that I am not uh, super crunched for time uh, in terms of recording content. Uh, which, speaking of Hazeltown story, uh, just to give you a little update on uh, what to expect going forward uh, in terms of just the next few weeks. Uh, the I was originally planning on having a lore episode, actually, the one where I bring in uh, Torpo and Carnival, and we discuss the weird intricacies of the lore of Hazeltown story. Uh, I was planning on having that uh, done up this week. However, due to time constraints, uh, and by that I mean uh, the release of Shin Ultraman uh, being a one-time thing, uh, kind of threw off timing, which I don't blame. That That's just... It, stuff happens. Which is why you're getting this question episode <laughs> instead of that. Uh, but I, I do want to do another lore episode, so that will probably... I am planning on that being the episode that will release on i'm guessing february 2nd uh i hopefully will have a lore episode up for you um because this will go up on the 19th so that means the next one will go next hail town story episode will be on the 2nd of february uh so after that um february 16th then if that's the case will be a uh kind of a group discussion about how we want to handle some one-off scenarios uh, because I'm not quite fully... I'm kind of trying to delay 
uh, the next major arc for a little bit because I might actually try and tie it in closer to uh, a release of something else, uh, but we'll see. I just don't have, I've been in the middle of uh, doing a number of other things, so I've not had time to cook up an ar another arc. Uh, so we're going to have some one-offs in the meantime. Uh, then I can also discuss some other ideas that we'd have for uh, other things. So that's kind of what to look for. So I got the ideas for the next three, uh, three weeks at least. Uh, don't know if that one-off will actually be a double part, but we'll see. The lore episode might also be a double part. But again, it depends upon how long of a discussion we have. Uh, so you're going you're gonna to get another lore episode, uh, a roundtable about what to kind of look for in uh, kind of like, you know, scenarios and then actually a quick one-off scenario. So we can actually have some tabletop and going on. We did make the game to actually play and not just discuss. So uh, there is that for the podcast updates. Uh, some other things I will tease because this also, since this is also going up on YouTube, this is where uh, Retro Run Crapsody also gets uploaded. Uh, just to give you a little update on that. Um, as I mentioned in the last update, uh, Retro Run Crapsody will be ending shortly. Uh, it'll actually be, I have now a time frame for when the next, the successor series to Retro Run Crapsody will be. Um, so I... On my current schedule, now granted this is due to this is due to change due to um like if stuff in the relief gets updated, I might change this slightly, but it's the general time frame I am pretty set on now. Uh Retro and Grapsity will have its final episode around April 22nd, uh, which I believe is a Saturday. Uh, I will probably make that a uh that will probably be a, a marathon one, and we'll close out the show. What exactly I'll be doing, I'm not actually certain. Uh, there is an idea that I have that if uh, if the milestone is done for uh, the second DDR episode, I might just close out with that because I think that'll be a fun closer. Uh, just me dying due to playing higher difficulty DDR uh, will be a quote-unquote fun way to end it. Um, uh, but yes... I'm planning roughly around April 22nd. That's going to be around episode 640. Uh, there is a... I was kind of thinking, I'm wondering if I can get it close to 666, but nah, that's going to be a little bit too far. And 650 also is a little bit too far. There's no real reason that I have to close it on a round. And then 64, or 640, which would be like, you know, 64 is a... It is a power of two which is a very important number for, uh, you know, stuff. I feel ending on 640 would be a poignant note. There would then be a around two-week, might be a little bit over two-week uh, kind of period in which I'm not doing anything because uh, I'm going to be set... I This new show is going to require... requires me to set up a lot of stuff that requires the other show. I can't... There's some wiring in the background that kind of makes it a little bit complicated if I have both the current setup and the new setup wired at the same time. So I'm taking two weeks off so I can fully wire that up uh, and make sure that I have some time to, you know, prep everything up. And then I will say that the new show, uh, which I also have a name for, but I'm not going to give that up quite yet, uh, that I'm actually happy with. Uh, it is likely going to air 
surprise, surprise, considering it is an important date for Retro and Crapsody, it is probably going to either air May 4th or May 7th. Uh, May 4th is a Thursday, which I don't feel is kind of a weird day to kind of do a um, debut of something like that. I might do it May 7th, which is that Sunday, which at that point, uh, Thursdays and Sundays would be my normal streaming days because at that point, I would definitely switch over to the Tuesday, I'm likely thinking Thursday, Sunday schedule. I'm not 100% certain, but it is looking likely that it is going to be Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday for streaming days going forth. And I'm likely going to be keeping Saturdays open for a... Uh, if I want to do a stream that involves like community stuff, or if I want to do a a, um, a stream to focus on charity, then I'll probably just keep that open for that. So uh, that's a little bit of an update that was around eight minutes, or I think that's eight or nine. Uh, but yeah, there's a short little update. It's going to get, <laughs> when I do the silence truncation, it's going to get shorter. But yeah, that's a quick update on content that is happening for the channel. Now, uh, now that we're done with that, let's actually get on to the thing. So this, I believe, is the third question episode. I'm not, I actually should go and check to see, is this actually the third episode? Um, let me quick log into Podbean, I can find that out. But um, general gist of this is, if you're not uh, familiar with my question things, uh, my main crew of characters, that being the Team Reading Rainbow, uh, which consists of Rhapsody, uh, Rhapsody, Radia, Lomi, Bibli, Lila, Theron, and Cass. Uh, they are kind of my main crew. And what I have are these little collection of cards. I believe they're called... I Actually, they have them listed here. They are the table topics. Uh, they're a little box of cards that you can uh, get. And... Um, they have little questions on them and you answer the, or like, and you just like, uh, they, they have like questions like just icebreakers if you're familiar with, uh, like, yes, also, yes, question two was the last one. Actually, funnily enough, the last time I did a question episode was back in April. Uh, that also was a channel update. So weirdly enough, I'm tying these with channel updates, um, but regardless. Uh, so, this is the third one. Uh, I have cards here, which I'm going to flip over, and I'm going to read what the question is, and then I'm going to answer that question in how the all the main seven would answer it. I have uh, six here. We'll see how long this takes to answer, and if they, for some reason, goes kind of long, then I'll, you know, only do a couple, but we'll see. Let's start with the first one. So, what's the first question? What book dramatically influenced your life um this is kind of an interesting one because i'd have to do it in like obviously this is not just like real books although that is considering uh his story is par partially based on reality that and real events that books that influenced your life um rhapsody um and imagine rhapsody would be a pretty heavy reader um just in general, uh, her kind of hometown is a little bit out of the way. I kind of imagine that uh, I think Vibianca, which is the area that um, both Rhapsody and Lomi comes from, it is not as technologically 
uh, not want to say advanced, but like technology connected as say someplace like Steinwald or like the US or uh, like you'd say most, I guess, Western, like your um, metropolitan Europe, metropolitan US, um, it is a little bit rural. Um, so I'd imagine she'd be kind of a heavy reader. She's pretty imaginative. Um, I would imagine, huh? I'm not, I'm not going to give like a direct name because it, that'd be a little bit way too specific. Um, I would imagine that she would be kind of drawn into like epic stories of people like, um, your things like the Iliad and the Odyssey of like long stories of like Sinbad or like, um, the stories of like the Thousand One Nights of like stories of like people going on uh, fantastic journeys and like having their stories chronicled throughout that. And considering that a lot of the music in the region would be kind of poems of like, uh, like kind of telling like folk stories and interested in folk heroes. So I'd imagine those kind of stories would be ones that kind of influenced her and hearing like the music that's like people like stories also of like musicians who would like take those stories and put them to take the stories and put them to music are probably more her kind of. So I'd imagine like if there's a particular book, it'd probably be a biography of like a musician who um, took stories like that and translate it into music. I think that's probably would be her thing. Um, Radia. Um, because let's see, this would be roughly the equivalent of 1970. Um, a particular book, I don't really think of much. It would be probably a story that has to do with uh, her background is trying to get in connection with kind of super or extra planar beings. So I would imagine stories telling about people's adventures or not adventures, but people's experiences dealing with extra planar be uh, like phenomenon or like their experiences with them um, or their memoirs of talking about them. So I'd imagine that would be kind of something that would inspire her and yeah, that would probably be her deal. Lomi. Um, dramatically influenced your life. Um, I would imagine that since... Kind of... Well, not quite similar. Because um, Lomi, I have imagining that his, his family has a long lineage of being like either soldiers or being part of some sort of medical field usually animancers like he is uh so i would imagine just the uh, stories of being an animancer and like the history of his kind of of via bianca and in particular like just the history of the heroes of that region i would imagine be probably dramatic or like influential to him and probably that uh i'm actually going to bibli next i'm actually going to skip bibli and cast because their backgrounds kind of their histories are a little bit foggy so uh it, it's a little bit harder to figure out what dramatically influenced their life if they kind of forgot what about that part of their life uh so i'm going to skip them 
uh, Lila. Uh, I would imagine his some sort of history text or like history book. Um, in particular, like stories of uh, her father was a member of a magic order, which she eventually became part of. Uh, so I'd imagine like journals from the people in that group would imagine being what caused like talking to her father and just talking, listening, or like reading the journals of like the people who were in that order and their experiences with like uh, various beings and uh, just general magic, I think probably would be the influence on her life. Uh, and Theron would be the, uh, he spent a lot of his time studying, like I'd say at least 20 years of his life, uh, in terms of doing research. So I would just imagine just at that point, once you've started to research that much into it, like just knowing how long, uh, his dragon society has been keeping records is probably what influenced him and just the various law over the years would probably be what influenced him. And then Cass would, as I mentioned, we're gonna skip over Cass. So there, that is what book dramatically influenced your life. So let's move on. That is from the Table Topics original set. I do have another original set, which is the Not Your Mom's Dinner Party set, which is a little bit more, uh, I would say, well, it's not explosive, but it's more uh, racy, maybe? Uh, it's more like, oh, what did you do when you first got drunk? Or stuff like that. So it is a little bit more casual, so to speak. And this card says, what is your guiltiest pleasure? Hmm. Let's see. Rhapsody. Uh, guilty pleasures. Um, I would imagine that she... Hmm. What would be her guilty pleasure? I feel like she is someone who is um, a little bit child at heart uh, sometimes, although might be a little bit not quite show it. But I would imagine that she would have a, maybe a little bit of a sweet tooth. Uh, maybe that's it. Or the fact that she will um, occasionally, I don't know, I think maybe sweet tooth, maybe um, I think that's kind of what I can think of for her, uh, yeah, I just can't, like, maybe she would, like, I also imagine that, because she is currently working as a music teacher to kind of, while she does, is working on kind of a, I don't want to say doctorate, but, like, a higher level education in terms of, like, her, uh, audiomancy kind of training, and that involves maybe working with some students or like like children in like working as a teacher at the school. So I'd imagine maybe she'd also be a little bit interested in kind of cartoons and like animation and has like a fascination with various different music styles. Like probably also be really into prog rock, especially around this time. Although I don't know if that's really a guilty pleasure, but yeah, she has some interesting tastes in media. Maybe that could also be her guilty pleasure. Um, so that would be for Rhapsody. Radia, uh, she is a like she is a anime nerd at this point. Like uh, the weird timing of like 
where in history this would be in terms of media is like 70s, 80s. Uh, so she would absolutely be into Star Trek. I'd imagine she'd be really into Gundam. Uh, she probably would be into like model building. Uh, so she's probably really into like manga and comics of what she can get at the, that time and like anime and animation. That's definitely her guilty pleasure. Uh, Lomi. Uh, Lomi's a little bit more straight-laced. So in terms of guilty pleasure, um, I can't really think of that. Um, maybe, I can't really think of much for Lomi. Uh, he's a little bit, you know, straight-laced. Unless, um, maybe he, I don't know. I can't really think of much for Lomi. Maybe... The thing that I would imagine, and he's not gone to that point because they're not married yet, but I, I imagine that Lomi would be a wife guy. Uh, especially also um, when they would inevitably, uh, him and Rhapsody eventually have kids. Uh, I'd imagine him being really into uh, like doting on them and being like really like showing people pictures of them is probably his guilty pleasure, I guess. If that's probably not exactly what they mean by guilty pleasure, but that's the only thing I can think of at this point. Uh, so, that's Lomi. Uh, Bibli. Um, I would imagine Bibli... Bibli's probably guilty pleasure is... Um, I'd imagine, like, since she's kind of alone in the, in the library and occasionally just has time to read stuff... Uh, I would imagine that she likes reading absolute schlock, uh, like complete trashy romance novels and like uh, stuff like that. Uh, just like really pulpy novels. Like, I think that she would have a fascination with reading like really trashy media uh, and has a hobby of doing that. So I think that's probably it for Bibli. Uh, Lila. Um, I... I had guilty pleasure. Um, I don't know if guilty, like, hmm. I'm trying to think of just something that's not so much a vice as it is a guilty pleasure. Um, I would imagine that she uh, really is a sucker for getting really extravagant cocktails or like just being a complete sucker for getting something that has a, like very fancy things. Like if it has really, like she is really into packaging. Uh, so I feel like if she gets, like, her guilty pleasure is just being kind of a sucker for getting very fancy-looking stuff, even if the stuff is actually not even that, like, fancy to begin with. That's kind of what I imagine, like, maybe her guilty pleasure, because other than that, maybe, um, I don't know. Uh, maybe also, like, she also probably would be a sucker for, or, like, really into saccharine like love stories um or just really likes uh sentimental like ha for extremely sweet saccharine uh romance and stuff like that i imagine that that's probably her weakness or guilty pleasure um theron uh writing romance novels because that is his uh, that is a side job that he has, is that he is a romance novel author uh, writing 
various forms of uh, romantic, not erotic, and non-erotic uh, sense. And that's kind of what I have him as a guilty pleasure, is that he really enjoys writing that stuff, because uh, it's like a very uh, fun uh, comparison, or like compliment to, or like, I guess, I don't know if compliment's the right word, but the alter thing of like him being kind of straight-laced as well. That's kind of his. Cass. Uh, Cass doesn't know shame, so I don't know what he would have as a guilty pleasure, to be honest. Um, he just kind of does whatever. So I don't really know if he has a guilty pleasure, because he just is like, hey, being into things is cool. So I don't know if he really has a guilty pleasure or not. But, um... Yeah, that's what I'll say for him in regards to guilty pleasures. So, that was that card. Uh, back to the original card set. Let's see. What makes a house a home? Um, let's see. Rhapsody. Uh, what makes a house a home? Um, really, honestly, uh, being a... For Rhapsody, I would imagine her thing to make it a home is it is a place where people can come and visit you where you are yourself, I guess. That is, like, it is a place where you can be comfortable and you can uh, be comfortable with other people. Uh, also, I don't know if that made a noise, but let me mute this for a sec. Um, yeah, that's what I kind of imagined that for Rhapsody would be, basically, it's a place where you can be comfortable in your own skin and just allow people to come and see you be you. Um, Radia. Radia, I would imagine, is a house uh, being a home is it is a place where uh, you are at. It is a place where you are comfortable uh, basically working on like it is a place where or a home is kind of a place where you can kind of uh, like let yourself be loose. Uh, it like kind of similar to Rhapsody, but it's more of a uh, it is a place where you are at your calmest and where you can think. It's kind of where I would imagine is a place what makes a house a home. Um, Lomi. Uh, Lomi is a pl or Lomi is probably very similar to Rhapsody in that case, but it is uh, very much a place where um, it's a place like Rhapsody. It is a place where if you want to... Uh, it's just a place where you can come and gather as family and friends. Yeah, I kind of think that's that Lomi and Rhapsody kind of share a mentality on that kind of thing. Because I feel like that's like being a very family oriented and like a communal kind of thing is kind of there a big um, part of the culture from where they came from. So or there that there are rather than that, that are phrasing like that, that they are from a communal culture. So that is probably uh, it's not so much the house that makes a home, but it is the place that that is where you all can like live and you know be yourself is what makes that a home. Um, Bibli, uh, well, this is a little weird considering that she is in a book at that point, but I would imagine that um, her thing is that huh, what makes a house a home is. It is a place where you can feel safe, maybe. Uh, that could be considered where a home is. Is that a place where you can, you know, be 
be vulnerable and like sleep and just you know be at your most vulnerable i guess would be what would make it a uh, a home um let's see lila i would imagine that for her her thing of what makes something a home is basically um because i imagine she's traveled a lot so i would imagine it is the place that the house being a home is like the place that uh i guess that i'm trying to think because she's with her kind of living in many different spots is that it is a home is kind of like where you like when you want to rest that you can return to like when you want to not necessarily sleep but it's like when you are ready to like reset to a kind of a blank slate uh if you were to find a place to go there that is where it is home so i would that's probably what lila would say theron um what makes a house a home for him i would imagine that it is a for him it is a place where um you would put the most effort into uh it is the place where you are most invested in like like improving i guess it it is a place that if you want to go and make it better that is a home for you um and for Cass, uh home i guess really is just a place where he can feel comfortable because he doesn't really have he doesn't know where he comes from so he doesn't know where home is for him so imagine him is just kind of hey it's where where i can go at the end of the day and be comfy so that's kind of his take on what makes a house a home so moving on to the another card which is the not your mom's dinner dinner party uh how do you how do your siblings see life differently than you so this one i kind of picked because uh it is a chance to actually uh talk about siblings on that because i haven't really talked about uh them uh so rhapsody uh she has three siblings she has a younger sister she is the second oldest of four uh she has an older brother uh a younger and uh brother and sister uh full their names are actually uh i i actually haven't really fully thought of the names for a lot of them um but i know rhapsodies are uh her older brother is rondo uh, her younger sister is Melody, and her younger brother is, uh, no, older brother is Lyric, younger brother is Rondo, uh, and yeah, so, uh, her father is a pianist, so, uh, kind of music kind of flows in the family, so I'd imagine that's kind of where, <laughs> that's why, with Rhapsody having a musical name, like, I figure, why not uh, all of them have musical names, um, I actually imagine that uh, her sister is pretty open about, like, she is fully into living life at the moment. She's in her late or early 20s. Um, she's just getting at, like, she's end of college age uh, and kind of living abroad and is basically she had to essentially live most of her life in kind of a war state. So now that she is out and about 
Uh, she is kind of living her life to the fullest, uh, which I'd imagine that uh, Rondo is probably doing something similar. He is a little bit more in school. I imagine he's being a, a little bit more studious than uh, the other two, but uh, yeah, kind of similar to how Melody does. And uh, Lyric is a... I'd imagine that he is... Um, he is currently actually back home, and he, unlike the others, are not trying to leave the home. He is actually staying there to propagate one of the factions that is trying to restore kind of old old order to the to the place. So he he and his actual like the rest of his family like he they the Rhapsody's family was very happy with the order that was there before you know, the place got turned into a proxy war and the Lyric is trying to work with the faction that kind of um, was even before kind of the sec like um, an old religious order that is trying to restore, get restored to power. Uh, so like Rhapsody and him kind of disagree on that. And I imagine there's a little bit of friction on that, uh, but that is kind of what's going on with them. Uh, so that is a little bit of background lore for, uh, for Rhapsody. Uh, Lomi is an only child, so that this question does not... Oh, well, actually, I missed Radia. Um, Radia, uh, I don't... I know she has at least a sibling. I haven't really thought about Radia much. Um, that, uh, I imagine that she has at least some siblings. Uh, they are staying home in Nigeria. Uh, just to kind of help with the father's kind of computer shop. And basically they're fine staying there. Uh, whereas Radia kind of, especially once she had her little transformation thing, uh, wanted to see more of the world. So that's why she is living in Hazeltown. Uh, so there's that. Um, Lomi is an only child. So this question doesn't bother me. That doesn't matter to him. Bibli, I have no idea. She has no idea if she has siblings. So again, that is uh, kind of a open thing. Um, Lila, I, she at least has a brother. Um, she is trying to stay home in Ireland, uh, kind of working with her father. Um, he is a little bit more straight-laced than her. Uh, and is more of a good boy, quote-unquote, whereas Lila is kind of Lila and very kind of in her ways, so uh, he's a little bit more of a goody-two-shoes than her. So uh, I'd imagine there's that. I don't know if she has more siblings. She, I might have... I can't remember if I actually gave that, but it's not something I have set in stone or anything. Um, Theron. I haven't really thought about his family life. He also might be an only child uh, in that he kind of went to study mostly to kind of, you know, get a good job or like to be important or like to be higher up, I guess. So I don't really can't really think much for Theron. And Cass, again, barely knows his own like his own background, much less any like other family members. So there's that. Which I guess that answers that question. Moving on to uh, our next question, which is back in the normal set. How do you define success? Let's see. Uh, Rhapsody, how do you define success? Um, 
I would imagine that it is successes the is basically when you are I guess it is the outcome that would give you the most personal satisfaction uh which is I guess not a rather simple it's like success is when you feel the most successful um like when you feel the most accomplished um when you have a minimum of doubt rather say say like that uh radio uh is basically success is when um it is the best when you have achieved the success is basically when in the outcome you have achieved the um a better outcome or you have achieved more positive benefit from it than you have negative benefit from it. Uh, I guess that would be for radio. Uh, Lomi, I guess I get, I, it, it's probably a probably broken record at this point, but very similar to Rhapsody um, that success is when um, you have basically stopped what you have trying to like when you have stopped, when you're trying to, uh, when the thing you're trying to fix is, or like either do, or like you did something for a reason to stop, or like to either make something go away or to reduce something, and you've done that with the fewest amount of, again, negative externalities. I guess, uh, Bibli, I guess when the, th the reason you did something is, and the thing stopped being a problem, I guess that is her, that's probably her thing of success, like something very simple. Uh, Lila, probably similar to Bibli, but it's like where you want to do something and the thing, huh. And when you, like if you have a task and you want it to be done with, and when it is no longer a problem to you, I guess would be Lila's kind of stance on that. Theron is when you have done as much as you can to solve the problem uh and you have kind of exhausted all uh options that i think is what he would think success is in cast uh when the again probably something more simple but it's like when the thing stops being a problem that is when you have actually hit success so there's that and what is actually this last one because my throat's getting a little sore from talking <laughs> okay sure this will be a fun one uh to end with uh, this is the not your uh, mom's dinner party. Uh, have you witnessed a crime? Uh, so Rhapsody and Lomi, I'm going to wrap into one because uh, their background means that basically they have seen uh, crimes definitely of the war nature uh, because they are their homeland was kind of like, especially when uh, when Lomi and Rhapsody were kind of living in the same area and that part was getting really bad factional warfare or factional uh, skirmishes going on. Uh, Rhapsody was a member of a group that was trying to help that basically she was part of a courier group that was trying to deliver aid to various sections of like going from one area to or one area to another. Uh, basically, Almost not quite like an underground like movement, uh, or like an underground like trying to uh, shuttle things along, uh. But she definitely saw some like uh, people getting harassed and like various let's say war crime things of maybe some factions being doing some nefarious things, of which she, as at some point, 
uh, gotten involved with and had to actually use force at some point uh, to prevent some crimes. So uh, that is, Rafsi definitely has seen it. Uh, Lomi was actually part of the city guard and would actually, you know, has been involved in gunfights and such. So, yeah, he has been definitely been witness to a crime. Um, Radia, uh, I, she's pretty, like, in a pretty safe area for the most of her life. Uh, so I think at most she might have, since she'd worked in her father's store at some point, she might have saw some shoplifting. Uh, but, like, nothing major, like, nothing, like, a misdemeanor at most. Like, nothing major. Uh, she's, she was a pretty good girl. Uh, and has not really witnessed a whole lot. Uh, Bibli, maybe some library, like, like maybe some taking a book at a library. Uh, again, nothing major, because also, again, with her history being not really knowing her stuff, um, it's kind of hard to answer that question for her. Um, so there's that. Uh, Lila, uh, I'd imagine yes, and the one that I can think of is that she intentionally instigates uh who like I'd imagine like one of her actually in going back to the guilty pleasure thing, actually I have like an idea that I have for Lila is that when she was like in her like late teens, uh back in Ireland, uh that she would be one that would instigate who like she would, like, not be part of the hooligan groups, uh, but she would absolutely encourage it and kind of instigate them to do stuff. Uh, so she has probably witnessed crime and probably been the cause of some. Uh, mostly vandalism and also uh, rowdiness. I would guess that those would be the crimes that she would be involved with and possibly started. Uh, so... She has Theron, I would imagine no. Uh if anything, he, he might have been witness to maybe some white collar crimes. Uh maybe as he uh is kind of trying to be an expert in the law of the uh land. He might like the law of like the sea bear regions. I'd imagine that he would be privy to like he might not have seen the act being done, but he has definitely maybe uncovered stuff. Uh, working as a kind of a lawyer, so to speak, uh, that, that he might have witnessed crime that way. Uh, Cass, uh, considering that uh, his background is, um, let's say, uh, unknown, uh, but also maybe he has some abilities that are, he's really good into breaking into stuff. Uh, so the odds are, has he witnessed a crime? Yes. Was he actually the one doing the crime? Probably. Um, what those crimes were? Who knows what those crimes are. But I would say, yes, he has witnessed a crime. He probably has also committed a number of them. So he's probably witnessed himself doing crime. So that's that for that question. And I think six, six questions, I think, uh, which I am already had enough, very night enough that I... Uh, don't want to bother the math on that, but that's a, that's a lot of questions answered. So I think that is a good spot to end that on. And so, with that, thank you all for listening.
Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola DePazlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me or from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola DePazlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.